listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I'm on fire. I tell her, baby, 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 Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 65. This week, we are doing what Teej would call an ass movie. <laughs> He's coming in hot. No, uh, we are doing Those Who Wish Me Those Who Wish Me uh, Dead on HBO Max. It is a uh, 2021 movie. We are joined, though, by Marcus Bennett. Uh, Brent. 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 Sorry. No Brent. worries, but He can't be a uh, Bennett brother. They had, they had like, immense football talent you don't want to see this guy. <laughs> you know normally i'm really wow. good at like I, I i i normally like get the names down and i normally know where your twitter is and everything else even ask Tej, and then i come in here i'm just gonna quit guys i'm sorry it's gonna it's <laughs> gonna i'm sorry it's all right bro it's no. it's it's, it's no. fine. you didn't call me brent marcus which usually happens <laughs> having two first names <laughs> so, either way is good marcus how you doing man thanks for joining I'm good, us man i'm good thank you for having me y'all uh sorry that uh we picked a bad we always seem to do that is what i was telling marcus before we're like well we'll have a guest on and then it's just a bad movie yeah it's it's not the best of films and Matt got uh, lucky. i was Matt got a good I, movie. I was asking mm-hmm. tj when he told me about it because i saw the trailer and i was like this doesn't look good and then tj told me that y'all were gonna do it for this pod and i was like is angelina jolie just low on money because she's in the eternals she's in this Clearly, all the kids that she bought away from Africa are oh causing God. her to get back into the game. Because otherwise, I don't understand why she's in such a horrible movie. Those kids are expensive, bro. She's paying Brad Pitt's alimony. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, Dex, new job, new life. New job, who this? New job, who this? I'm so fucking excited, man. I'm finally out here getting more money. You know, fuck that job. It's your time to get a job. Look at another one. Fuck it's it. Big, it's big tricking time, bro. Big it's tricking big tricking time. time. I can't wait. I'm going to step up my fucking podcast game, get off this blue snowball mic. So I'm not talking in the back. Of the <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait for the blue snowball mic to be gone. Old Windows machine or whatever. Put that in the Smithsonian. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I, we off this shit in a little while, bros. Teach, how we doing, man? You uh, really did not like this movie. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I I also like Marcus saw the trailer uh, before we decided to pick this movie. I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna hate this. But I, it's not even that it was a horrible movie. It's more of just like it was a pointless movie to me. I was just like, why did this yeah. movie get made? Uh, but you know, he made Sicario, man. And once you make Sicario, I'm not gonna slander you too much. But we're gonna talk about this film. Well, Sicario's ta- great. Taylor Sheridan has had an interesting career so far as. Um, a writer director uh and an actor actually started out as an actor anyway a teenage uh those who wish me dead 2021 film has a 6.0 on imdb it is rated r it is blazingly fast at an hour and 40 minutes not even really it's, it's really not, quick it's, it's like an hour and 30 with like the ending credits a teenage murder wi- uh witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. That's literally the plot. That's it. There's nothing. They were twins? I don't know. I doubt that. <laughs> I there, there was did never, not get that at all. 
they well, really call him brother, but I didn't realize they were twins. But he did call him brother. Yeah, they really should have delved into the Breaking Bad thing and just had those two Hispanic twins come back and just be the people trying to catch him. That, that one was like better. thirty years older than the other one. Yeah, very yeah, much. That, that's the thing that one of them definitely looks older. Littlefinger definitely looks older than the other two. No, because the other guy's from uh, he's Beast in the X Men movies. Yeah. I knew that's where I knew him from. I knew yeah. I knew him from somewhere. Yeah, I mean he's he was in uh he was in Mad Max as well too. But a uh, so it was written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. But s- side note, this isn't a Taylor Sheridan solo written project, which we've seen over the past couple of things that he's done, where he's been on the screen, been a screenplay credit, but it, his solo written films are way better, and we can talk about that a little bit. It was co-written with a co-written rather with the guy who wrote the book, Michael uh, Gorta. I don't know how you pronounce that, and Charles Levitt. Uh, it stars Angelina Jolie. Yeah, uh, it's a Taylor Sheridan film, so John Barenthal has to be in here. We were talking about Nicholas Holt, <laughs> Adrian Gillen, uh, and Finn Little as. Uh, as Connor, the uh, child actor, or the guy that witnesses the murder. And then five minutes of Tyler, not even five minutes of Tyler Perry. Not even a, remotely. Three and a half minutes at max of Tyler uh, Perry. Just just random Tyler Perry appearance. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, and yeah, so this has a 58%, 58 on Metascore, Metacritic. And uh, it's made like $7 million worldwide because Panorama. Uh, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 84% audience score. Wow. What? What? A squarely traditional 90s-style action thriller. Those Who Wish Me Dead is elevated by Taylor Sheridan's propulsive direction. I would disagree. Elevated to what? Don't put the word squarely in front of calling my movie traditional. Don't put squarely. (laughs) That seems like slander. That that seems like slander. It is... um, yeah, that there's a lot of things when I've when I've seen people calling it like a '90s action thriller, '90s in the way that there was literally no plot, yeah, like speed, <laughs> like bus go fast go boom, like that's what <laughs> that's what this plot was. That's how thin this was. Anyway, Marcus. Oh Stang. Lord Jesus, it's the fire, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Marcus, guess go first. Give it a letter grade. Give it a give it a review. What do you think about it? I'm gonna go and give it. Uh, borderline c minus probable d plus uh i didn't hate it like tj did but he did tell me something because the problem was that he told me it was really bad so i went in thinking it was gonna be horrible and then i was sitting there like grading it as if trying to wait for it to be bad which it was but it wasn't like as terrible as he was saying so but i got through the movie and i was talking to him about it a little earlier and he told me that we don't know what the dad knew to start the whole movie off and i did and i realized i hadn't checked that like i we'd gone through this entire adventure (laughs) he had told three people what he did and no one knows what he did (laughs) so if i could give it an incomplete i would give it an incomplete based solely on that but it it was it was interesting to say the least of anything else how did the the first scene with the kid makes no sense the dad is in the car the dad is acting weird. And the and the first thing the kid says is, Dad, what did you do? That's not how you talk to your parents. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Like, you, <laughs> Dad, you're acting weird. What did you do? I was just like, wait, who the fuck is this perceptive kid? Like, why is this kid so perceptive? Like, 
maybe I did nothing. Maybe we're just in danger for some other reason. Like, what? who knows it's something that I did? And that's like, just know that I did the right thing. And it's like, you don't talk to your kids <laughs> like that. I didn't get it. Make any sense? So matter of factly, I, I did the right thing. Don't worry about it. I Let's go for a joy I ride. Swear to God. That's. A, I swear to God, I did the right thing. All We're right, going to sure? the woods now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Teej, go ahead, man. I'm gonna give this movie a D. Um, it's first of all, let me get say say the good things. The acting is perfectly fine in this movie. Uh, John Barenthal is good in everything. He's amazing. Littlefinger, whose real name I will never know, is is perfectly fine as the villain of this movie. Littlefinger's little brother that apparently is his twin, which doesn't make sense that they are twins, was perfectly fine in this movie. The kid is fine. Angelina Jolie's fine. The, the, the cast of characters that you get to hang out with when you meet the fire people that I thought we were going to spend a lot more time with, they were pretty cool. It's a perfectly fine cast. I thought the cast did what they could do, but they had nothing to do. Like this movie is about Angelina Jolie almost getting struck by lightning twice in the same day and also running it, happening to have a happenstance meeting with a child in the woods who she began chasing, which is a totally a sexual predator thing to do. You don't just start chasing kids. That are <laughs> and then a big storm happens that also almost got her struck by lightning twice. And also a forest fire is happening. And also men are chasing her with, automatic weapons and all this is happening in the same day and i was just like but how did we get here how, how did we get here she's also going through ptsd because she forgot to save some kid or she couldn't save some kid that died in the fire before which is supposed to be the emotional tie into why she's helping this kid kids but it multiple really... they show those kids burning <laughs> multiple times yeah it's like three random three ass them. kids just in the woods so with those a big kids died she can't get over the fact that those kids died even though she, there was no chance for her to save those kids which is supposed to be the motivation behind the character just which propels her to help this kid and put her life on the line to help this kid but they don't really ever actually get to they don't get to those depths of like now that i've helped this kid my PTSD is going to be do better. And then the kids at the end of the movie, which was the best writing in the movie, the kid says, so what happens now? And she's like, oh, they're going to come pick us up in a helicopter. And the kid's like, no, I'm talking about my life. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happens to me? My fucking dad is dead. I don't have anywhere to go. And she just goes, we'll figure it out together. End of movie. And it's like, <laughs> what? This is a D. I, I, as much as I love Sicario, and so I will not completely slander Taylor Sheridan. The fact that this is based on a book is crazy to me because th there's no plot of this movie. Like they don't give you any of the backstory. They don't give you any of the plot. Things are just happening. There's just like a big ass fire. They just wanted to make a movie that had cool fire effects because it looked cool when they were in the forest and the fire was like on the background. That's why this movie was made because somebody wants to play with fire. Yeah, there's no yeah. way that this movie, the, this book, and I granted we haven't read it because why would we but like the there's no way that there this book is this bare bones as this script is. exactly it can't you know be not possible it can't no. be because it would if be a weird book you'd be like, yeah if it's 150 pages it can't be It'd the be other thing about book. it is that she the way they keep playing this over and it's like the it's like uh what's the what's the movie that that Sylvester Stallone loses the handle on the guy. It's like vertical. He's like uh, over oh, a cavern, uh, and he yeah. Uh, God, point not point break. Sorry, but uh, anyway, the point was is that like the, the kids were in range of her. It's like those <laughs> kids were five hundred yards away, 
And they were just like, you can't save them. You they will die by literally fire. going like, into the fire a foot in front of you. <laughs> not only can you not go save them, you are about to die. Those kids are screwed. Let it, it go. It, And then, I mean, she saw one of her coworkers bitch out and, and then burn to death. Like, and then she was like, I can save them. You sure? No, no, you, no, no, you can't. Okay, I mean, what sort of said random guy being lit on fire like four times? <laughs> I mean, was it literally called Cliffhanger, the movie you're thinking about? Yeah, Cliffhanger, that's it. Cliffhanger, that's that's it. that is it. Good job. That is it. All right, Dex, go ahead. I, yeah, it's got to be a D. I don't see how you can give it any higher than that because, like, why the fuck did this movie happen? Like, why didn't, why did he write this? Why did he want to take on this project? Why did any of these actors who, like Tej mentioned, they all do a pretty good job in it? Why did they do this? Like, why is Tyler Perry here? None of this makes sense. <laughs> Everything just randomly happens. You, The movie opens with some random lady and her house being blown up. You just never hear about it again. <laughs> never talk about it again. <laughs> you just ne- just they never killed a DA. They, a defense attorney died somewhere. I love how the news after that video. I love how that his house explodes. He sees it on the news and he's like, he immediately knew. Yeah. He's just Literally, like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, they're coming after me next. Like, yeah, because they're talking about it like a gas explosion. They're like, it, there was a gas explosion at the DA's house. Real tragic. And he's just like, oh, they're, they're killing us all. I got to get out of here. Time to and, move. And we just never know why. We he starts running know. into the woods and then he gets a call like, hey, why aren't you worried? There was literally a gas explosion. Like, it wasn't like an assassination attempt or anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what happened? That was really an accident. Like, you're actually yeah. in danger. Why did you have our son Mrs. Tess? For no reason. <laughs> yeah, I just and then like like I'm saying, every literally everything that happens in this movie, you have no idea why. Like why why do we care about Angelina Jolie being a firefighter? Like why why is that a thing that HBO Max decided needs to be on their platform? I just don't understand. The movie didn't justify its existence whatsoever. But you know, there were a couple interesting like fight scenes or whatever. Some of the kills were pretty like entertaining to watch. That pregnant lady, like going to town on Littlefinger multiple times, was that was incredible. Entertaining content. I'm always here to see Littlefinger die. So <laughs> he's know, very good at it. Yeah, that's what he keeps so it from being an D. From I mean, from being an F. It's not an F because Littlefinger died and got his ass kicked three different times by a pregnant lady. But beyond that, nothing good happens in this film. Well, I said I said to TJ that there are, there are multiple parts of the movie that if you took that move, like the base premise of guy finds out something and is being tracked down by people, needs to tell his kid and confide in his kid to then go get help somewhere else and is being tracked down, that is a movie that that works. If you build upon it, tell us exactly why he's in trouble, of course. Yeah, but what you just said is exactly what the movie is. Yeah, but that's, no, the, that's, that's, so that's the movie. But you have to add in the fact that the weather also hates them and the fire also hates them as well. It's like Sharknado on steroids. Like, wh- why is there so, so much perilous shit happening to them? Just have the dudes chasing them with the gun. Be the, that, that is, those are the bad guys. Like, yeah, like the forest backdrop. Yeah, it, it's just completely a waste of time. Like, that. that is that whole element of the movie, which, of course, is 90% of the movie, <laughs> doesn't make sense and doesn't need to be in the world. And that's why it's a problem. They don't think really Jolie just the... really wanted to jump on. Like, I want to be a firefighting badass. And they were just like, sure, just dust off some of the Laura Croft outfits and we'll make it happen. Like, that's <laughs> what happened. How would you feel about falling out of a tower flat onto <laughs> your back? Is that a stunt you're interested in? We got a movie for you. <laughs> and I'm not a lightningologist. I don't know 
how much the lightning needs to affect you before you have full control of your movements or not. But I feel like if you get struck by lightning, you're down for the count for at least more than two minutes and have a slight limp. Was she wearing a metal jacket or something? How did how did they keep chasing her? Like she, she had the worst luck of anyone in the world. She got struck by lightning or almost got struck by lightning twice in like five hours. That doesn't just make some, any sense. She just put some peroxide on it. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, <laughs> who are you? Like a and why were they running like a relay race through this field of lightning? Is that how lightning I works? That. Like, I did not see that one of you Yeah, I meant to research that earlier to see if that was in fact what happens. I that mean, must be has, a thing. It has to be that you're just not like a lightning rod sticking straight up in the like easier to find. The, the lightning is easier to find you. It's just like, <laughs> like bro, just keep running. You? Why, why are you stopping? What's what's happening? Like when I stop, stop and j- jump down on the ground and then you start running. Does that make it less likely that I get struck by lightning, or does it make it less likely that you get struck by lightning? Maybe it's because they're alternating. It. That if you if you don't like you were saying earlier, like if you can go straight and it's just one person going straight, you have a, a more susceptibility to being struck by lightning versus if one person is trading off with the other person that there's not one direct contact. But again, I don't know. Or they both would die if they're just yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay, that just makes sense. If one of them gets struck by lightning and they're not standing next to each other, by definition, they would not both die. So I guess that does make some sense. But it just oh, what a weird movie. Us having to do like that train of thought makes no sense. <laughs> My favorite thing is like they get hit by lightning. They do all of that just to be like, all right, we got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. She she literally yelled at him like, "We are not going back to that fire. We are not." And five minutes later, she's like, "Yeah, we gotta go back." We gotta yeah. go back. <laughs> oh man, they like double back in this movie. It felt like five times. Um, but okay, I give this movie a C minus only because if you literally shut your brain off, which I eventually had to do. And this is kind of the problem I had with Tenet last night too. We can talk about that. But uh, with you literally shut your brain off it's it's interesting it's fun to look at not interesting it's fun to look at and watch and like turn your brain off like people are shooting guns and they're running around and everything else and that's literally what it was and it looked fine i thought the gunplay was good i thought angelina jolie was actually kind of compelling which she normally is and everything that she does the gunplay i can agree with that the gunplay was really awesome the um I don't think they did John Barathal a lot to give him a lot to do, except for at yell all. yell at the assassins and then die. So that was like, well, d- remember he also said, "Fuck it, I think I'm just gonna die right here." Yeah. Even though they had just told him, "We have your wife," which they, it turned out that they did not have his wife, but they told him, "We we have your wife, and if shit goes bad, we're gonna kill your wife and your kid." So he goes with them to the woods, and they're asking him to track where the where the uh, kid they're looking for went, and he just goes, "No, I'm not doing that." Just kill me right here. And it's like, I understand that they just wanted to give John Barenthal like an emotional scene, but it actually, it made no sense at all. Like what, they have your wife. It's well, not just you dying. Maybe your he figured, to die. maybe he figured when the good dude was looking like Two-Face out there that uh, <laughs> she may have gotten away. Yeah. So I was telling TJ earlier, the two, the part of the movie that really doesn't track for me is that section as a whole. The section was when they get to the, to the cabin with him and his wife, and it's just the wife there. So she grabs the deer rifle and jumps out of the house. They can't find her. Then John Berenthal shows up and he's cornered, knocked down after his sheriff chief dies. And it's just, clearly it's just them two. So does she not have ammo? Because then they show the sequence where she runs back into the house 
to grab the ammo and then leave. So we're supposed to assume that she doesn't have ammo. Yeah, because she could have sniped them, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, that whole sequence doesn't need to happen because she has a rifle to kill them. And yeah. I, like, I feel like if you if you incapacitate either Littlefinger or the other guy, like, you have a, a way for your husband to at least be able to do better than what happened. And then with the creek scene, like I said, if you say, okay, if your planning is maybe the kid is somewhere around and you're trying to divert them away from him being there. John Barithold knows that that accident happened eight hours ago. So there's no way the kid is just still somewhere in the ballpark that you're like, well, let me have them kill me so that he at least knows he's there. Like, be in Wisconsin right now and you're sitting here just having this conversation with me. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I think there, there's literally no is paper thin the plot of this, the plot of this movie. But I think if you turn your brain off a little bit, they're fighting in the fire. He's they're hitting each other with axes. They're shooting at each other. There's and some she great, was bludgeoning the shit out of that dude with that axe. There's some I was great. Yelling uh, in my house. Yeah, there's some great. There's some great. Um, car you know car crashes and things like that the movie looks fine looks really good and if you would have probably seen this in theaters i think the fire would have looked a little bit better on my tv the fire kind of looked like they did it during covid or something like that where they were just rendering on like a macbook pro um but the problem that i had is making it based on like this fire in like all of the all of the promo and everything that you use is based around the fire. They're yeah. not in that fire until the last 15 minutes of the movie. If that, if that, which is like, what do we, then what's the point? You know, if it's like you are literally, maybe it's because fire literally can force fires literally consume everything within matters of like minutes if you're around it. So it would just kill them. And that's you don't have to be what, realistic. Let the fire be there. Like the chasing them the entire yes. time. Yeah. Yes. You don't so, have to be realistic. So I don't know. This was a hat on a hat. It was multiple movies, like Only the Brave, which is a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, and nobody saw it, but it's about smoke jumpers and uh, fighting fires and everything. And 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 it's just a chase movie. It's a it's a heist movie kind of all at once. And it's just none of those things. It does none of those things well. None really. of them, it's and it's just, baffling to me. Sense. They just stopped doing any of those things right way through. And, and it's baffling it. to me that Taylor Sheridan now he was kind of he did touch up on the bad. I really did not like this movie. I didn't think it was very good. The bad Michael B. Jordan, um, Tom Clancy film without remorse that just came out. I haven't he, seen it yet. Yeah, he I've did touch up. Things. He did touch up on that screenplay, but his other screenplays are all like a plus movies but it's because i think he sat down and written them on his own in this oh. it's like he probably has a bunch of other input this is a second movie he's directed but also you got to think and this is just my taylor sheridan rant because i really like him as a filmmaker is that is that he's also doing the whole yellowstone thing he has a huge deal with like paramount and paramount plus to like make several tv shows and stuff like that he's still oh. trying to he's probably stretched paper thin just like this script <laughs> and just like all right everybody else and when you have all those cooks in the kitchen then it 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 doesn't allow you to your one singular talent to be focused on one thing because those first three movies that he made which i mean the first one's sicario's directed by diddy villeneuve so like it's obviously it's gonna be great the on a code. Yeah. yeah so 
but Sicario, Hell or High Water, which I think is maybe the best Western of the past. I think it's, I think it's up there with um, No Country for Old Men is one of the best Westerns in the past 25 years. And then Wind River, which is a good movie on its own, which is also a Taylor Sheridan directed project are all A plus movies. But since then it's like, (laughs) and then all, and to say he has the most popular TV show on the planet. Uh, scripted tv show which is yellowstone which is very republican and uh <laughs> but it's, wait yellowstone uh, is popular oh yeah middle i had no, no idea no, no, no. middle america's watching it's that <laughs> and ncis <laughs> somebody's replay. gotta be I you guess. wanna know middle america's watching yeah so like who's watching this kansas <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, let's let's pick some holes in this movie. I, I took some notes and and anything y'all want to talk about really quickly. Um, the right fact off that, the top, though. Go ahead. This movie is called "Those Who Wish Me Dead," but the main character, nobody's wishing you dead. Like nobody really, is. nobody cares about the, you. The fire and the lightning. The, the lightning the only is things that wish are dead. Yeah, God's like fuck you. They literally didn't want to kill her. The humans are like, we don't give a fuck about you. Just let us have the kid, please. Yeah, we just want to kill this kid. We don't know who the fuck you are, lady. <laughs> My biggest problem with the movie, besides that we never figure out, and I guess you don't have to with some of these action movies where it's like, what did he do? Doesn't matter. Shut up. Audit. Like, you you know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But who is who is he auditing? Who's he taking down? He says, like, senators and da, da, da. Give us a little bit more backstory there. But on top of all that, he gives his kid just unathletic teenager who can't run away from Angelina Jolie a piece of paper and is like here uh carry this to the news and then this kid has to go do a press conference in front of the world's media and then but he never like it never shows him reading that it never shows him memorizing any of it and then they jump in a river that paper is gone is gone. Yeah, the paper's it's gone. All that evidence. He doesn't know what happened, and now this doesn't have the evidence. Doesn't have doesn't the written documents. Happened. Nothing. Also, it's so like, bro, that's my biggest plot not, hole here. Can you not tweet? Can you not send an email? <laughs> right. Like, you have other ways to get this news out. Like, why are you trusting your kid to tweet do that shit right now at CNN at Soledad O'Brien? Hey guys, I am. I got a story here. for you. <laughs> Yeah, like that that exposition about what what he actually did was is legit like five minutes of dialogue. They shoehorned at least 20 different things in this movie that take up five minutes. That could have been the explanation for what was in there. Cut the Tyler Perry budget and and let's let's have a little bit more explanation about what the dad did. Boom. Cut him trying to pet a horse and give me a little bit more. Yes, there you go. What was that? Why why did they have that? Like I thought they were going to, they'd caught up to them. And the horse is gonna and die. Like I had it in my yeah. head. Yes, I thought horse the horse was gonna get shot in the head, and that's absolutely where the scene's going. Hundred percent. And then it was just like, oh, that's not where the scene's going at all. Yeah, just move on to the next scene. I thought he was gonna like ride a horse to escape or something like that, because he just has some connection to horses or something. That shit never came. But back. nah, it just never mattered. Other than the wife, <laughs> other than the pregnant wife riding it at the end, like there was never at any point an explanation for why. Horses are apparently important in this world and why we should pay attention to them. It's probably something to do with like, oh, this is a city kid, but like a city kid from like Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you got snakes in your toilet. (laughs) 
Also, I, I we keep s- talking about like cutting things out of the movie. Movie was like an hour and a half. You could have made it longer. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. make it a little longer if you needed to. The the Mitchells versus the Machines was twenty minutes longer than this movie. It felt forty minutes longer. Than it, this movie. it did feel way longer, even though it's a good. But movie. that's because right. Mitchell and Machines has seven endings. Every time they're wrapping up the film, something happens, and then we have another five minutes of this film. Well, all I'm this saying is, an animated animated movie is longer than this movie. This film just ends. It literally just ends. You're just like, wait, what? That's the end of the movie? Like, not that I wanted the movie to go on longer. Yeah. But I literally was just like, that can't be the end of the movie. I must have missed something. And what is the explanation that you're telling these news crews that you're like, hey, we've got to have all this press conference? Because literally, it's not just like one news thing. It's it's like an army of news people have showed up to this random location. I guess they're going to cover the forest fire. That'll uh, get them out I there. I mean, it's a slow day in North Dakota news. Let me tell <laughs> you. Also true. Also true. <laughs> They got this, this is this is, this, is, this, this is it. CNN's gonna be taking all their video and crediting their video. Wolf Blitzer's gonna be shouting out local reporters. Like it is it is game time for these people. This <laughs> I is feel like we wasted up. we wasted our I wanna see another film in which John Barathal plays the character that he always plays when he's great. And I wanna see him trading bars with Littlefinger, playing Littlefinger, who's always great. I feel like those two performances were wasted because I enjoyed seeing those two dudes on screen. Like, I just had fun watching them, although they had nothing to do. John I just Barenthal, really enjoyed them. John Barenthal is always sort of charismatic, but it's really funny in this that in this movie, and he also is in Wind River, he is in, is in this thing in Taylor Sheridan movies where he puts him in there just to get killed. <laughs> it's a really weird thing, but it's... Um, yeah, and he's a great, I feel like he's a really underrated actor. I mean, he's been in a bunch of good projects, obviously, but he um, he plays sort of this the this guy's guy, you know what I mean? And But he doesn't get to do guy's guy's thing. He doesn't get to fight or do anything in this. He, <laughs> he, he just gets, he just, dies. he just dies of like, he dies of like gunshot wounds and smoke inhalation. Oh, and he has a wife. So, I mean, he has a black wife. That's pretty cool. That's all he gets to do in this movie. She got to do, the pregnant woman got to do more. She was cooking people. She she was literally cooking Littlefinger. That shit was amazing. (laughs) The bear spray, that shit sucked. That looked like that hurt. Um, no, I she dropped a bar on him as soon as he said his, she set his face on fire. Like, you're aiming the wrong way. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Boom. Boom. When Littlefinger says, hey, hey, I don't mean to interrupt here, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know how far I'm going to be. Like, I'm losing it here. <laughs> I laughed so hard because it's just like, we can see that he's slowly he's dying, slowing down. Yeah. Every time he talks, it takes him a little bit longer to get the words out. It's just like, bro, he's dying back there. Like, you're trying to get the mission done. Littlefinger is not long for this world. He is dying, bro. I. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this place. Like, he was, he was having a real crisis, and his brother was just like, gotta go on with the mission the little finger's like i just need you to take a second to acknowledge the fact that i'm literally dying Thank you so much. half of my face just got burned off Yo, dog, we got any ointment in that bag <laughs> i need some neo out over here man i don't give a fuck what tyler perry said my face is on fire my face is on fire man and then it's just like that story wraps up kind of weird too because 
obviously the gunfight with the with the woman is is very kind of compelling i felt like i thought it was really interesting the reload but, scene was amazing yeah they both but gotta re- that shit was fire why are you i guess he's like burnt to crisp and like he's tired <laughs> and whatever but like why are you with an automatic weapon and more ammunition charging out of cover to a woman with a sniper rival like that's like that's like tiege level I knew you were going to say this. Shit. That is like Tej level, got to fill me in the gulag sort of shit. Got to fill me in the gulag. <laughs> and then he just gets, <laughs> and then just, what the fuck? And then he just gets domed. And, and it's funny because he's sitting there and he's like, I hate this place. And it's like, you hadn't, bitch, you've been here for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Worst work trip ever. Yeah, like you you haven't even seen their visitor center. Like, you know, I don't know. I thought that was actually a very compelling thing, but the thing that it left was that um sorry, let the other assassin I'm gonna get his name here. I don't know why I don't Nicholas Holt. He didn't really have a lot of lines either. No, he which didn't. he's a pretty good actor, I feel like, as well. But he um also awful haircut, terrible. They could have given some of those Tyler Perry lines to him and like really we didn't need Tyler Perry in this film. We didn't need Tyler Perry at all. I'm Tyler Perry. <laughs> we'll get to Tyler Perry in a second. Okay. It, but it 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 leaves Nicholas Holt as like the final boss fight. The final bad. boss. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, he hadn't done anything really the entire film besides shoot people. Little thing is just like the one been menacing kind of the entire time. Yeah. He, and the other guy is the is kind of I don't know. It just is a weird thing to like leave him as the guy that's like gonna end it all for a kid and a and a woman. You know, he's just not. Maybe he was, they're supposed to be this creepy guy. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? Because it was just so weird to like. I thought just it was weird that Littlefinger him. died first. I thought it was weird that Littlefinger died first. Because yeah, they could have like traded it off. Bad. They could have traded it yeah. off for just the brother. Sure. Like you yeah, exactly. Sure. Like they finish it up. He burns to a crisp, and then switch it back to Littlefinger getting shot. Like that's. Really, all they could have done it would have made it a little bit better. But I feel like in either instance, there would have been there was this weird thing where they, they you know, as it is in the entire movie, where there's just not enough explanation for everything that's going on. So it's like, you're gonna leave me here? Yeah, uh, let the fire burn you, and then just walk away and let this guy get completely <laughs> melted. Damn, they that um, just shoot me. Yeah, yeah, that's what he asked for. I mean, <laughs> just shoot anyway. All right. Biggest thing in the entire movie. We got to talk about it because we talked about it a couple times. Tyler Perry just shows up out of nowhere at a truck stop in North Dakota. And he's the big boss. I was like, I don't, he's I don't understand we, what's happening. Not. He's, he's, the, he's, like, he's, the, he's like above Littlefinger, but he's not even the big boss. So why yeah, are we the, talking to him? The like, regional manager. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the supervisor that the Karen talks the to. Which is still not getting to the top of the company, lady. I... Just it's so why? it's startling because you're there's sitting only, there and you're like, and Tyler Perry's like a he's you know Gone Girl he's he's actually decent actor when he wants to be, and instead of just doing Medea or whatever he's doing, but it's just it's it's so weird that they, they just didn't it, that it was a recognizable face Tyler Perry in a three minute cameo role. There's only like one it wasn't funny. It wasn't anyway. What is it? The only explanation for this, and this is calling your shot, is if Tyler Perry is supposed to represent the organization in the sequel. Now, this sequel will not get made. Hope to God that there's no sequel to this film because we don't need it. 
But if you want to leave it out or like a little little hallway to where you can go to the sequel, that's why Tyler Perry's there. Tyler Perry's the big bad for the second version of this film. But the film actually stinks, so nobody's going to want a sequel. But I don't know if they, they did like it, Tyler Perry could be the big bad for the next film. Yep. It, it felt like they left it on a cliffhanger enough to where they wanted to make a sequel or something like a classic 90s action film. But it's also yeah. like, and they made her vulnerable and stuff like that, but she's just a firefighter. She's not a cop. She doesn't have any combat training. She gets her ass whooped at the end of this, <laughs> at the end of this movie. And it's not like she's some John Wick character where it's like she's OP, where she can go and fight a bunch of people if they come chasing them again. It, she just got her ass. She would be murdered. It was just basically a regular white woman taking wild punches from this dude. And it was like, oh, this is this is this film? Like, this dude was punching the shit out of Angelina Jolie. She got cooked, <laughs> Like, this is a regular-ass lady who, like, Punch is her around like a fire. And she likes beer, I guess, and can crack joke with the guys. <laughs> but, like, beyond beer. that, she doesn't, she doesn't fight. She ain't got hands. Like, she... <laughs> I love that, and I, it, Mark, just want to get your thought on this too because it, yeah, sure. it, it's it's funny because they they present Angelina Jolie, and she's a great actress. Don't get me wrong; she's been in a ton of things, obviously, as you know, being the main character. But they present her as this every woman, every man character. But then you have to just use that vehicle through fucking Angelina Jolie. She's Angelina Jolie. She yeah. can't be the every woman. She just yeah. can't. I mean, it's a weird casting choice if we're being honest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where you got to have a. But the problem is this movie has to sell somehow. Like the Tyler right. Perry thing, like the Angelina Jolie thing, like this movie has to sell because of the people that you have involved with it. Because as we've said const- constantly, there's nothing to this movie. So everyone's just out here half-assing it, and somebody's just got to be the every woman, and it's got to be Angelina Jolie. But at no point. In my adult life, have I ever felt like Angelina Jolie could do anything that a common person would do? Mm-hmm. Or look like a common person. Yeah. She's just, she just hot out there in like the Montana woods. Like, give me a break. Like, you know. Yeah, it's- like I'm not watching her like, oh, yeah, she's uh, a hardened firefighter who's been through it all and seen everything. That's just Angelina Jolie. Watch her friend and kid die. Like, no, it's Angelina Jolie. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? It's like trying to make no. Brad Pitt the everyman. You're just like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, didn't that didn't yeah. work for me. But but like like we said, I think Moshi does a perfectly fine job of what she yeah. has to work with. She didn't have shit to work because she's a good actress. Like the, yeah. I mean, it doesn't take away that it doesn't take away that she's Angelina Jolie and that that comes with the territory. But it's also just like it's kind of a weird. It's like in, it is like in the '90s when they would put Sylvester Stallone or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, "What do you do for a living?" I'm a car salesman, and you're just like, <laughs> "I'm a kindergarten teacher." Yeah, kindergarten teacher with biceps that big. That, those don't exist, my friend. Sorry. Yeah, they, they, they made it work. It's just a weird sort of casting where the, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you have even the littlest of context or knowledge of who the star actually is. I just want to know, like. How'd they get her to do it? <laughs> Money. It's like, Money, hey, man. do you want to fall out of a tower and get like punched in the face by Nick Holt and run away from Littlefinger? Like, I know you're Angelina Jolie. You'll literally never need money ever. I mean, we say life. she's not OP, but in this movie, she falls at least two floors <laughs> from that tower. And she survived the lightning strike. <laughs> she gets struck by lightning. 
and she gets punched <laughs> over and over again with no remorse. And all she has is like two black eyes, and that's it. Like some mild facial swelling, but that's it. That's all she has. She s- sleeps through a forest fire in a river somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she maybe just puts her... respect on her name. Maybe she, maybe she's you know, maybe she's like invincible. She doesn't win the wrong, fights, man. but she won't die. She does parachute out of the back of a moving truck too. That was the other for thing. no reason, <laughs> just because she's so hurt. That looks fun as hell, though. That looks that looks fun. amazing. I mean, it looks Dude, fun you to smack the, the fuck of a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm living my best. Wheeler that was coming the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. All these are options. Living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just I thought it was I thought it was kind of, but the actual note that I did take was, what the fuck is Tyler Perry doing here? Yeah, like this, it was the fact so, that he doesn't come back i was like okay he's gone but he's gonna come back and especially after Littlefinger died and then after the other brother died i was like oh tyler perry's gonna come back and he never came back he was never he was nowhere to be found so many things in this movie would be so much better if they just like mentioned them again or like they mattered at all but they just don't yeah, tyler perry doesn't matter like, the, the tyler perry thing has the sequel thing that tj mentioned has to be what was what it was building to because i think there there can't there has to be a person like a b or c level person that you can bring into the movie that doesn't completely like knock you off like tyler perry does yeah and i just feel like like teacher said there has to be a sequel in the work there had to have been a setup to a sequel because that's the only way that Tyler Perry makes any sense in this movie is that he was going to be a leader of whatever the hell you're going to do going into the sequel. But then it's like, well, what is the sequel to this movie if that was the plan? Please don't make a sequel to this. Yeah, what, 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 where are we going with this? Like, they clearly have every bit of information out now. So you're, you're going to try gun them Get again? Angelina Jolie and the kid just fucking nomad <laughs> yeah. landing through like, this forest. Bigger forest, bigger fires. <laughs> They said the same thing about Die Hard. They made eight of those films. That's accurate. This ain't no Die Hard. Um, those who wish me dead to the streets. <laughs> those who wish me dead to the deadening. Um, I do like how they like he basically they snipe an accountant, but he has the wherewithal to to almost run over Littlefinger and then drive away, kind of down a hill. He was very, very present in that moment to make those decisions. And I was like, I don't know, guys. This dude's an accountant. I don't know. That looked like some superhero shit that he was doing. How did he, he, he like, set it up perfectly. Like, he did it perfectly, and everything worked out perfectly so that they wouldn't know that the kid was gone until hours later. Yeah, and they didn't even look. They just capped that poor woman in the head. Yeah, they just fucking drove- dome that random <laughs> chick. Everything's fine. Just being a good Samaritan, man. That's why we don't stop on the roads today. You can get shot. That's exactly what happens. By assassins. By assassins. Yeah, shout out to the two random women who just, (laughs) one gets blown up and one gets domed on the side of the road just because. Yeah, your IMDb is random woman gets shot in the head. (laughs) That's your screen credit. That's one of those things in these movies. And I know that you have to have a little bit of this. You can't really avoid it. But the way that they're quickly killing side characters, how fast they kill uh, John Barrow's partner, how fast they kill this random lady on the highway, and then they get guns on 
the pregnant wife they get guns on uh John Bernthal's character they get gun on Angelina Jolie and they hesitate in all these situations because those are playable characters but when they're not playable characters are around <laughs> little figure shoots ah! them immediately they're gone bro immediately yep. <laughs> oh, this man. man don't miss when it's like just a random ass Facts. lady but but he can't like, Angelina Jolie in the woods at all a little bit of pressure on <laughs> goes over three against a pregnant lady <laughs> Got thrown a slider. He couldn't hit it low and away. <laughs> um, let's see. You weren't supposed to have off speed. They didn't talk. Tell me about that. Uh, I know I, you like run a survival school, but damn, I didn't think you would like light me on fire. Shit. Just time out. <laughs> time out. Bear spray. Um, it. It really is, and I I put. That was what I wrote for that, Dex, by the way, was, damn, she cooked those dudes. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. Fuck them up. They're just tossing a six-month pregnant lady, like, <laughs> over tables and shit in this movie, like, not even giving a fuck. They, like, uh, grab a fire poker. They're, like, about to put that shit to her. I was like, yo, relax. <laughs> relax. The entire thing in this movie, though, is it really is a hat on a hat is what I was saying earlier. It's a, you know, a joke is like a hat on a hat when you do multiple jokes and stuff like that. But it, it is with this, it, it is really like, why do we need one of these, both of these things? You know what I mean? And it's like, we give them something else. We'll give the, we'll give the cop something else to worry about. He sets the fire. Like John Berenthal is the cops. Like you have the cop. <laughs> literally the cops <laughs> you like, just so, domed the sheriff like a couple minutes ago you yeah so setting the fire it. you just wanted to set something on fire like nobody yeah. knows you're out here dog <laughs> yeah. well, that was the other plot twist is that or the hole that they that they is that they go into the house and they're looking through everything and number two just sees this random ass photo is like yep forest that's where they're going it's like they could have been in maui <laughs> They could have gone literally anywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, look. Oh, no, the they're in the forest. He has a cop friend. That's exactly where he's going. My guy, pulled a, my guy made some terrible decisions. They'll never find us here to our only family connections that we still have left. <laughs> like, you pulled out $10,000. You got enough for an international You can go flight. anywhere. <laughs> literally go anywhere for $10,000. Like, Fuck, my passport's expired. Like, what? Why? What? <laughs> Go to Germany. You can go to Tahiti. Like where you can literally go anywhere for enough time to like lay low. Also, you you don't have to take your kid with you. They're not looking for the kid. You just send the kid anywhere else. You could have left the kid in school, and it would have been <laughs> fine. Yeah, they're not coming to that kid's school like they were firemen and blowing up a school. This is a very different movie. Yeah. If they go blow up a school after they blow up that lady's house. It's a very different movie. <laughs> Maybe a little better. Maybe I'm into know. it. I uh, see that rewrite. Good lord. Then she's got to put the fire at. She got to put out the fire at the school, but then there are kids on fire, which trigger her PTSD. And it's so like she crumbles under pressure. Crazy. I'm in. I'm I in can't believe how many times we watched those kids burn up. It was like three. They, times. They, did they have to show it that many times? They literally showed it like four times. It, yeah, I. And it ultimately like meant nothing. Like I don't. I don't. Why she gets, yeah, because she never gets choked up about it like in the moment, like she did earlier in the movie. But it was like feet to flames, literally. She's 
it just completely rambles. It's just running through like it's nothing anymore. She, At uh, one point, they use it like just as a way to pass the time. It's like, okay, we see this vision, and now she wakes up out of her sleep because it's the next day. Yep. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so the whole lightning scene, which made no sense because, again, they had to turn around and go back where they came from, um, is really stupid because she gets struck by lightning. He goes, oh, my God, you got struck by lightning. And then he starts to cry because his dad died. And I'm like, there's still a lightning storm going on. <laughs> Them trying to like outsad each other with their life stories was hella entertaining. I though. can't compete with you. Yeah, like you got me. Both your parents are dead. You just saw it, like your only like companion in the world just gets struck by lightning. Like you saw your dad get <laughs> shot in the face. Yeah, you got me, kid. Your life sucks. Um, you got me beat, kid. There was one thing that I was thinking the, the movie's kind of about smoke jumpers, yet we never see anyone fighting this fire. There's no helicopters dropping any water. There's no there's no people jumping, cutting down trees. Because they fight these things 24-7. We never see anybody fighting any fire. Well, there was a scene when they're in the tower and John Berenthal's about to die, and it's him and his pregnant wife. And the camera screws up. And I thought that that was when, like, you know, one of those planes are going to come by and have the extinguisher to be able to take out some of the fire or anything. It's just, no, we just wake up. John Barenthal's dead. Somehow the fire hasn't completely burned down this shed in the middle <laughs> of the forest. And we go on. We, we move on to the next sequence. Yeah, his wife is just sitting there, like, just chilling with her dead husband. Just Holding his hand <laughs> like Rose in the Titanic. <laughs> Posted up. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> this movie could have been really, really good if they yeah. had just picked literally any one thing to stick with. Like, even if they just made, like, an Angelina Jolie PTSD movie where she's, like, fighting that shit in the forest, like... That could have been really good because Angelina Jolie was really entertaining in this movie and then they just tried to do too much. I could use another 30 to 40 minutes of her just having PTSD, living her life recklessly and hanging out with the firefighter people, like the smoke jumpers. I could use another 30 to 45 minutes on it. Like that was compelling. I was into that. And then when the movie started happening and the plot with the dad started happening, I was like, nah, I don't know about this. And then when I realized that we were going to have to fight a fire and a storm and machine guns at the same time, I said, y'all, y'all, too much into the box you messed it up you messed I, up uh, yeah i <laughs> a couple more things that i wrote down is like damn he really beat the fuck out of her at the end of that movie and we talked he about that cooking her man i was like god damn bro like chill out uh we may have lost dex Let's oh see. dex is uh hold on one oh, there he goes but yeah, he was man. Really cooking her, man. Absolutely punching this. her to death, man. Yeah, uh, it's like, like, like he had a, he, like he had something against her or something. Oh man, God, it's like, like older money. Angie and Jolie, do you not know that's Angie and Jolie? You cannot be punching her like that, bro. What are you doing? She's got a feature. She's got kids to feed. <laughs> Many. Many well, kids. Yeah. Also, uh, also, like, dude has like a full clip in a Glock and he's sitting there and like can't find her way around the tree and like unload on it. Like what? Like that was so weird. Start shooting. Yeah. Just start shooting. 
I thought that she it. was gonna like call the kid out. So then, like, I knew the kid had run away, but not was not gonna show up in the end to actually help her. But I thought that she was gonna be like, "Hey, kid, kind of run," and then he was he would have been diverted from that, and then she could lower the boom on the axe. But then she, when she has the axe, she's just sitting there missing like every other swing at him, and he's just like buck dodging and weaving like it's nothing. Yeah. You're like what huh and, and, yeah exactly but then again he gets caught once with that thing and he's like kind of like shit that hurt yeah which yeah. is pretty yeah, accurate hurt really bad <laughs> he's like which was great yeah. acting in that scene when he gets hit for the first time you can really tell like oh shit that really fucking hurts yeah <laughs> so it's um that was i mean but it, it and then just to leave him to you know burn up is just kind of a uh kind of really really stupid but also he he doesn't shoot the kid and maybe did he drop his gun or whatever he's and he's gonna like slice his throat because he has a heart of gold now all of a sudden after he just punched this woman to death <laughs> yeah because he what was that? But that was the thing like he dropped the gun she dropped the axe somehow she got the axe back but not the gun and was able to get him when he went after the kid yeah so i don't know it, there, there are a lot of holes exactly and the best line in the movie that I did think, though, when um, when they finally get out of the fire or whatever, running from the fire was actually kind of thrilling, actually, and you know. Yeah. But then again, it then it then it's just them laying in a river, so it's not like they ran from the fire for very long. <laughs> yeah. But it, I thought one of the uh, more compelling or not compelling funny lines was actually a little bit of levity in the film when she's like, "Didn't scare me. the fire, didn't scare me," and he was like, "Scared the shit out of me." <laughs> I thought it was actually pretty funny because I would have been like, "Yeah, that was fucking yeah. terrifying." <laughs> um, there was zero reason for them to actually kill Barenthal in this movie, though. They really didn't have there, to there because no it's not. It's not like he died like a good. You know good what I mean? Death. I guess he died with his wife, but it's not like he died like a cinematic like, death. Yeah, you know? or defending yeah, like, them I, from, from them Lee while they're getting Lee. shot. Yeah, exactly. They just see his lips move like, oh, he's talking to somebody, shoot him. He just literally just died for nothing. Yeah, so there was no reason, like, you could have medevaced him out of there and, like, you know, and left it um, uh, ambiguous. Ambiguous, thank you. And it, it just, but yeah, they're just like, nah, he's no reason to call a helicopter, you know. Yeah. I don't know. He's just going to kill Take him in job. all his movies. And I'm fine with that because I want to see John Barenthal and everything. So, Yeah, I mean, I like John Barenthal and, and everything. Any any other thoughts on this movie? Please don't no, make it's really it, man. Please. There's definitely not going to be a sequel. It, it's, not, it's not worth it at all. And I mean, I just, there's not, not only is there not much left to tell, I, I don't know where you, where, where any of it makes sense at this point. The first one doesn't make sense. So I'll see. I want to see if there's any more books in this series. What are we drafting today? Uh, female action stars. Oh, that's right. That's right. Marcus, you got to start thinking of your. Yeah, no, I, I I learned about that later after the fact. I TJ. should have told you that. Thank I'll you. Do. I appreciate that now. That's my bad. <laughs> it's not that hard. Come on, we've done harder drafts. Or you. Gotta... Well, if we can't get Dex back, then there may actually be a good draft going on. Let's see. Is there? <laughs> Yeah, he was roasting him for his uh, sports movie draft the other day. Dax had the worst draft of in the history of this podcast. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely awful. terrible. He should be ashamed of his performance. And luckily, he's got the lifelong Ernie Grunfeld uh, GM spot, so he can keep on drafting. But, man, he should have been fired from the GM position. After yeah, that. I told him about the Itania pick. I said, so you had Michael Jordan sitting on the board, 
and you say I'm booing it, you overthought it. You just <laughs> overthought it. You picked the player, you put him in the system, and you let it ride. But instead, here you are with Sam Bowie. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't I'm think there's a better a... performance from Dex today, but it, if his internet doesn't work and he can't come back, we're just going to pick for him. And I'm going to pick the worst uh, women action stars that I can think of for him. Yeah, I don't think there is a... Um... I'm going to pause our recording to maybe get him back on uh, okay. really quickly. I'm gonna... All right, we have Dex back. We are going to do best female action stars draft hopefully dex has a good draft this time which uh, we we're talking about but uh, that will be right after this ad break from apollo houston and now let's draft marcus go ahead all right so i got a few people on the board here it's draft night first overall selection i will take Scarjo. Scarjo's mm. number one. Okay. Yeah, I respect it. Wait, are we drafting the actresses or the characters? It comes with both. So he's drafting all Scarjo performances. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit. This makes his draft harder. But this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Duh. This draft. This draft. <laughs> Don't worry. He didn't say he didn't steal my person. I'm fine. Okay. Okay, wait, so, we should give the viewers what are what are some examples of Scarjo being in action? Obviously, she's in MCU. So yeah, so clearly Natalia Romanoff is her right. number one character in in uh, the Marvel universe. But you know, she's also whitewashed the character in uh, Ghost in the Shell, which was clearly supposed to go to an Asian actress, but didn't. supposed to be an Asian. And uh, what else was she? Uh, she was in the Lucy the movie where she Lucy. Thank you. Lucy. That's the one. That's right. That's the one. And overall, I mean, ScarJo, number one pick. I'm happy with where we where we. I mean, this here. is completely kind of buoyed by like a great senior season performance when in the Avengers. This is what's happening. She she went to the she played in the Cotton Bowl and then she had a great senior bowl and she went number one overall. <laughs> yeah, but fair. we're ignoring when she was a sophomore and she threw third. She threw 19 interceptions and 13 touchdowns in her sophomore season. Let's <laughs> look, 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 look. We we all sat here and we thought that Josh Allen to the Bills is going to be terrible. And now look, possible MVP candidate. Y'all are just, y'all are looking at one season and y'all are forecasting. That's why this list is going to be terrible for the rest of y'all. And I'm going to be sitting there laughing to the Super Bowl with Scar Joe's my number one overall pick. First of all, Buffalo is never destined to win a Super Bowl. That is just, that is just fact. I think Scar Joe's got some bust potential, but that, that's not a point about her. Yeah, she does. What, sorry. She's got some bust potential. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would agree that. Yes. Um, okay, who's next? Uh, Roy. Yeah, I am gonna go with uh, easy pick for me, Charlize Theron. She would have been on the list yeah, as well. So that's yeah. where I was going. My six-five power forward queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the films that, which has led you to this decision? What were her best games? I mean, Mad Max, obviously, recently. Uh, people shit on Hancock, but I feel, I feel like, obviously, that's that's good in that. I mean, if you want to count monsters, she <laughs> oh, killing God. people and she's killing people in that. Yeah, the work. Well, I mean, Hancock was great until we found out that she was also a superhero. And yeah. that's when the movie Once the twist tanked. happened, that's when the movie tanked. But Apparently, movie, I mean... Before the twist, the movie's good, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's like they ran out of money. It's like just make them both superheroes. We gotta film. <laughs> um, uh, Atomic Blonde is like is like female John Wick. Also, 
by the way. It, great it, film. They're making great. another one, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It has some great. I think it's gonna go to Can't Netflix wait. too. And she's recently been the villain in the uh, Fantastic, or not the, the, Fantastic, the Fast and Furious, Fast movie. and Furious movies. Yeah, that's right. So. That's right. And she's also in that Netflix movie where she they have. Superpowers, oh yes, that was very I actually. Yet. I oh yeah, the old guard. The old guard. Yeah, it's good. It's I really actually good, really actually. enjoyed that movie, and she was really good as an action star in that movie as well. So yeah, great Charlize Theron. She was an All-American all four years in college, by the way, Marcus, if you want. Oh, I'm going with, like, I'm going like with the <laughs> defensive end, you know, Mario she, she Williams. She left a year early. Yeah. She's leaving after her junior year. Marcus drafted a 27-year-old senior. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Mario Williams in the draft where it's like, you should have taken Reggie <laughs> Bush. No, we know. We could have taken Vince Young. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So this is a tough one for me because I have two great picks. One of them has been an action Shiro and a million films that are great, but one of them has been iconic and one really incredible film. And I think I'm taking the Marcus route and I'm going to go with a great senior season. I'm picking Linda Hamilton from Terminator. Oh, that man. is the greatest. I love her so much. She's such a badass in that film. That is the greatest women's action performance of all time. I was waiting for that in the turn. Let me I go ahead and take it off my I love list. Linda Hamilton. That is a queen. Terminator 2 is an amazing film. Everybody should watch it. Dex probably hasn't seen it, but it's great. I, I definitely have seen it. It, it. it is fire. Yeah. She actually wasn't. Um, also, you talk about uh, like, you talk about like workout goals. Like, I want her shoulders in that movie. Oh my God. Her arms are just like crazy in that movie. Um, She's shitting on Arnold in that movie. Her arms yeah. are like. <laughs> the uh i also the most recent terminator i know the like they've been on like a stinker run for a few films but the most recent terminator where they just completely rebooted the entire thing and she was in it she was actually very good like dark compelling fate. and dark fate yeah i heard that that movie is good but i've been so i've been it's, in the movie theater for we've all been burned movies, we've all been burned and i'm but just like that one is bro, a good movie it's, it's dumb but it's like a good dumb action film yeah like it's it's a it's a good if there was going to be three movies of the terminator franchise that one needs to be one of them that you see yeah exactly you see one two and then dark fate exactly i'm gonna have to watch it and i like that it's a reboot because i can forget about those other shitty movies i watched at least three or four of those shitty movies they kept putting out and i said you know what i'm just gonna love myself this time i'm not gonna watch dark fate <laughs> even though the trailer looked amazing i was like i've fallen for the trailers before i'm not doing it, it was Remember salvation where terry cruz was in it for all of two seconds <laughs> yes. now that's a cameo <laughs> I actually kind of like Salvation if we're being trusted. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. Next. Next two picks. And I feel like these are actually two pretty solid picks that y'all can't roast me for. Like, we okay. have a we'll couple, the couple that, of I'm going to take Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Um, Alien choice. franchise. That's a good choice. Good choice. And then I'm going to take Uma Thurman, mostly for Kill Bill, mm -hmm. but That's he's also been choice. in some other awesome stuff too so also a senior bowl pick if we're being honest i mean hey like she's she's got a couple the kill bill movies are phenomenal but you know she was in batman and robin which you know adorable <laughs> even though it's kind of trash my super ex-girlfriend also adorable and kind of trash also trash exactly yeah she's been in like she had a couple of those like you know, seven and six seasons where they made the bowl game. <laughs> and that then, Kansas State 
Yeah, they beat and then, Texas and they lost seven. Games. I mean, she showed out in a couple of Rose Bowls, so I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll yeah, and then they, you know they had that undefeated season, won the conference, went to the New Year's Six. You know, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> She's, She's definitely Gattaca. the most charming woman that's been selected so far because she is so charming and amazing. I love her. But yeah, Sigourney Weaver, like the fucking Trevor Lawrence of this draft that somehow fell to the number four pick. Yeah, I messed such up. such a badass in those alien movies, man. But my next pick is great potential. I'm going with Michelle Rodriguez. Damn, damn it. The most badass damn woman it. of all time. She's in the Fast Furious franchise, which is enough to get her drafted. But not only just that, she's also in SWAT, Girl Fight, and Machete and Avatar. Avatar. No, we don't. We don't acknowledge Avatar. She's fucking badass. She plays the same. Oh, and she's in Widows, which is a great film. Yes, she is. Oh, I wouldn't say great, but yes. I, lo- I love you, Widows. I, I love, love, love Widows. I like Widows for I all of its flaws. Mostly that they hired a guy that pees on himself to play the play the main character that dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you are only you are only interested in the Daniel Kaluuya rap battle in which he kills two people. That's not that's true, it. even though that is the best scene, but Brian Tyree Henry is throwing fucking oh, that's fastballs that's in that's that true. film. That's true. That's true. And I true. love I'll that, give you that I'll give you that. Anyway, Michelle Rodriguez, is a, she's, going, she's not aging. She's going to be killing people in films for at least the next 55 years. She's an instant Hall of Famer. She's going straight to the top. And we might only win like one Super Bowl with Michelle Rodriguez, but she's going to be a fan favorite and she's going to retire and she's going to be beloved. I'm going with Michelle Rodriguez. Teddy Bruski of this draft. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, I, I blue guy, blue guy. Yeah, she she was so good in the Fast movies that they killed her, and they were like, "What?" And they brought her back. <laughs> they, they brought, brought her, her back, back from the dead. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a really good pick. She's in there to deliver quippy lines and then kill somebody and get out. To give an angry look, kill a couple people. Go back to the bench. Be like, I've done what I can for the team today. Hmm. Who do I go with here? I got to go with Angelina Jolie, if we're being honest. That's, uh, That's great value at this place. Too. Yeah, I, I mean, the lower Croft movies, like, aren't the best, but they hold a special place in early 2000s cinema history, where it's just, like, the most early 2000s movies of all time. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is fun. Shooter, or... Uh, Super fun. Not, Wanted. Not Wanted. Wanted's kind of a good time shout out baylor grads made that movie but like it is yeah she's just she she has a lane when she wants to follow it and yeah so angelina also salt salt was another salt, one that's yeah. pretty good she almost single-handedly made this movie like decent so which is know. also true so she really got, is great in action movies she's great There's, that's great value at this late in the game i've got two selections here uh both both my players are on the board my first pick, I'm going to go with – or my second pick, excuse me. I'll go with Emily Blunt. Ooh. Oh, that's a great choice. Mm. That's an amazing choice. If only for Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. Tomorrow. That That is an amazing movie. So. Wait, is yeah, she also the one that's in The Quiet Place? And she's also in Quiet Place. Yeah. No, that, that's a banging so, pick. She is great. So what John Krasinski couldn't do, she did. That's all you do. She delivered a baby and Bring killed on the an sequel. She delivered a Bring baby on the sequel and, and killed, killed the an alien. Exactly. Yeah. What a badass. And so uh, with my next pick here, I am going to go with the Lady Jedi and go Daisy Ridley. Nah. 
Damn it. That was my next pick. <laughs> nope. I, I like that pick. Nope. I like that no. pick. Angering the new Star Wars franchise. She, she, the third movie did give away her character being terrible now. And, uh, <laughs> it kind of it, it tarnishes a little bit of what we were going with because she should have been a nobody. Fault. Not her fault. Not her fault at all. But she is, she is a legacy Jedi. She was giving 20 and 10 to Adam Driver when he wanted it. She couldn't do nothing about it. That was 1994, Akeem versus David Robinson. <laughs> Dream shakes all over the place. Uh, it feels she like really a dick cooked that man. This feels she like really a Damien. That feels like a Damien so Lillard pick. Too. She really cooked that man. It feels Whenever like a Damien Lillard pick. I like that. Whenever you wanted. I, I like need that. the volume score in here. Take the load off. Whenever Scar Joe gets in foul trouble, I'm a well-rounded <laughs> team here, buddy. Y'all sitting here. That's not checkers. Y'all just over here screwing up. You really did pick the highest grossing like possible team. It's true. This team is this team is looking good, man. <laughs> team box office over here. <laughs> uh I gotta take um, Michelle Yo. Uh oh, Crouching, solid, Crouching solid. Tiger, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh Tomorrow Never Dies isn't a great film, but she's a great Bond girl. She's a great uh I don't know. She's just great in that movie. She's also been in uh, the mechanic and some other some other things as Star Trek and stuff like that. But uh, going uh, going overseas for this one, trying to get trying to get the uh, Chinese audience. I got you. They're gonna, they're gonna put people in the untapped seat. Like market. That. I like untapped that market. I got yeah. it. I'm gonna go with Sophia Botella. She's in the Kingsman, which is the most amazing film of all time. She also was in Star Trek Beyond, and she's in The Mummy, which was awful, but she did kick Tom Cruise's ass. And so I'm going to take her. Which very few people can do these days. True. Very true. Uh, I'm going to take her. She's great. She crushes in everything. She's got a great mean face. She's super sexy. I'm taking Sophia Batella with my third pick. For my final two picks, I'm going to try and get these out quick because there's the biggest storm I've ever heard in my life outside right now. Uh, I'm going to say Mila Jovovich from the Resident Evil franchise. <laughs> and uh, definitely and ultraviolet. Definitely like Robert Ori. Like she's just like been hanging around for a long time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> also I find development, her, which she was great in. I find her super entertaining in those movies. Yeah. And I'm surprised she lasted this long. But yeah, that's my third pick. Those Resident and Evil then, films should have been good, but they weren't. But they, they should have been. But she was good, though. Yeah. And then my last pick. I'm going to take Margot Robbie just based off of Harley Quinn just because I really oh. like what she did with that role. I, I don't know. Yeah. Fourth she has, pick. She has some, uh, she has some more potential. You're taking, you're, you're, you're taking a flyer in the fifth. I yeah. Yeah. Why not? Based on potential. Yeah. Wide receiver ran like a fucking four, four forty. <laughs> <laughs> he had that great, like one highlight catch that was number one on sports center. And then he ran a four three forty, so taking him in the fifth round. What, what do I have to lose? All right. I'm happy that the draft fell the way it did because I'm taking the love of my life, Lucy Liu, with my last pick. See, yeah, I was I was looking at her. I, 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 I was happy that you got a chance to get. She's it. the she's that Chuck first Charlie's Angels movie is not great, but she's great in it. She's in Man with the Iron Fist. She's also Shanghai Noon, which no one ever remembers. I didn't remember Shanghai Shanghai Noon. And she is Charlie's the most Angels. gorgeous woman to ever exist. She still isn't aging. I love her. And her performance in Kill Bill 1 
is genuinely horrifying. And she and when she cuts that dude head off by that scene, it I've never had something scare me and arouse me at the same time so much. It is the greatest. I fucking love that shit, but it's so never, scary, but she's so perfect. Never forget <sighs> Teej said, oh God, I wish that was me. I want her to cut my head off so bad, man. Oh. All right, my oh, final woman. pick. Uh, I'm drafting for potential here, here as well. Um, I'm drafting Rebecca Ferguson from the Mission Impossible franchise. Oh, good call. Good call. Good call. Good call. She's in the she best. Mission. that role, man. Yeah, she's in the best uh, Mission Impossible movie, Mission Impossible Fallout, which is crazy that it's like the eighth film in the franchise, and or no, six films, seven, seven. films, six, seven, seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. It's it's crazy. This is the seventh film in the franchise, and they've only steadily gotten better. But uh, she's along for the ride, and so I think that I think that really furthers her uh, her potential, if you will. I think, she's I think also we got room to grow in Doctor Sleep, the uh, sequel to The Shining. If you didn't, see. right? She she played in the Super Bowl in Mission Impossible Seven, and she had seven catches for ninety seven yards. Mm-hmm. And she basically T.O. came touchdown. back from the broken leg. She was going crazy, and Tom Cruise threw at least 11 touchdowns in that, in that film. That film is so amazing. I just looked it I up. I cannot actually, believe this. Impossible were. 6. <laughs> oh, oh 6? Oh, There's yeah. 6 movies, okay. That shit is amazing. I love that film. We're going to have to do an episode on that movie. That movie we really do. Very, that very have, have me back for that episode. <laughs> for, for anyone who's in, like, for, as someone who loves every film in this series, except for the second one, which is not great. Yeah. The films are so good that the fact that they were able to go head and shoulders above the other films like that was just crazy. Like they weren't supposed to be able to do that. That shit is a ride from start to finish. I love it. Keep giving checks to all those actors. Keep giving uh, what's his Bing face? Bing Rames. Keep getting cashing those checks, baby. Yeah. Keep trying to kill yourself, Tom Cruise. We love you. Hashtag support Tom <laughs> keep, Cruise. Keep yelling at people to make movies because of <laughs> to COVID. wear masks. I saw that. We're I said, this the, is a, this the world is a great here. audio, but Mission Impossible Seven's coming, and it's going to be worth it. And fuck yes, let's go, Tom. Sidebar: I I watched the trailer for Top Gun Maverick again, and I cannot wait for that film. Tom Cruise actually flies a jet in that movie, so that's like. Can I have a Can I have a Dex moment really fast? I have never seen Top Gun. <sighs> I just saw it. I saw it like two months ago. I have it's, never seen Top Gun. Okay, look, but I'm definitely going to because I Top saw Gun. the trailer for. I saw the trailer for Tom. I knew Dex had never seen it. That's why I, the <laughs> I saw the trailer for the new one. I was like, I gotta watch Top Gun now because I'm fucking watching that thing. In theaters, I'm going. Got in a theaters, couple, I'll be there. Got a couple addendums to this. One, very much a whites film. Two, very. very. Two, it was a military recruitment tool, and they've been very <laughs> honest about that from the very beginning. They had Navy signups outside the movie theaters in the 80s. Really? Uh, and Navy recruitment went up by like 800% or something after that movie. Holy um, shit. Which most of the time you're not flying the planes. Those dudes are like elite, elite people that yeah. fly those planes. <laughs> um, and then uh, three, it's also the gayest movie that has ever come out. Gayer than Brokeback Mountain? It is so, you know what I'm talking about, Mark. It is yeah. so gay. It may be gayer than Brokeback Mountain. I mean, Iceman who, and Maverick. Who's his co-star? Uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer and... Uh, I fucking love Val Kilmer. I gotta watch this. Uh, the dude from ER. I can't remember... Uh, George Clooney? No. Goose's name. 
and also and also they call the the one black pilot in that in that film midnight so oh, there's goodness. that oh god Wait, this movie is from the 80s right 89 yeah. or oh, something that's to be expected from movies from the 86 Ant, uh anthony edwards is... wait this movie came out in 86 yeah that's my birth year I there's a very home. there's a very homoerotic uh volleyball scene that i'm sure people have seen yeah like it's it's the scene from the movie oh, i've seen the volleyball movie. scene i've seen yeah. this so yeah so but all that to say if you watch that movie like if your parents who grew up in the 80s showed you that movie and they were like here this is awesome and you watch it and you watch tom cruise like blow up planes yeah it's awesome <laughs> very much anyway, so anyway final pick marcus well with mrs irrelevant it slid all the way down here i'm gonna go with gal gadot She's sitting here on the board. She's the last one in the green uh, room. And while while Wonder Woman to pick Gal Gadot, while Wonder Woman 1984 and all the current stuff is bad, it is bad. It is bad. We're going on potential here. You don't have to look, 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 hold, 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 time out, time out. We know that Tom Brady is pro MAGA. He's got six Super Bowls. Done. Done. Walk off. I'm walking off. See y'all. Yo. Hat in locker room. Hat in locker room. Does not care. All the Super Bowls. Holy shit. Gal Gadot will not lead you to the promise. Are you not entertained? All the rings. I I am pro Gal Gadot on this podcast. Like I'm like the only one apparently just because like I think she's she was able to carry that first wonder woman movie um but also i mean recently but like it's uh and and on top of all the stuff with her personal life and the uh imagine video um wonder woman 1984 stunk man and they really tried to make her horrible they really tried to make her act in that movie and i kind of she can't do it she just can't down on on her she's not good She's gonna also, I so think she's some NFL defense, bro. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a part of that. I just need her to be in Wonder Woman and just be a lockdown corner. She you was just that uh, She was. You she's anchor like the Bryce Petty in the Baylor system. She was just. She was making that's one accurate. read. That's accurate. Making Bryce one read Petty and throwing throwing a bomb to Corey all these Cullen. records, all these touchdowns. They don't amount to anything in the league. You you might be right. But What's I like the I like the quarterback's name Zemo Zito. Jacob Zito. Hashtag free Zito. Ah uh, man, yeah, he was a quarterback in the Art Briles system. So like that—that's that's Gal Gadot. One read. I got the Wonder Woman and I got the Fast and Furious franchise. Both franchises. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I really like De- the the Sigourney Weaver is a value pick and it's a dynamite four. pick. It's a dynamite yeah. pick. All right, guys, that has been a one take podcast, Marcus. Let's uh, not mess up your name. Where can they find your Twitter and stuff so I don't mess it up again? No problem, man. My my Twitter is Marcus J. Brent, just a letter J, and then my last name, B-R-E-N-T. Uh, I'm nothing but sports, fantasy football, uh, anime, movies, games, you name it. I'm a part of it. So, Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you can find us at the One Take Podcast, One Take Pod on Twitter, One Take Pod on Instagram as well. Please go to uh, our Apple and Spotify accounts, follow us on Spotify, like and subscribe, download, and rate us five stars. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We well. deserve literally, it. Literally takes five seconds. I'm not kidding. If you have an Apple account, you can do it. I promise. Um, 
and you everyone has an iPhone. You're not you're not not listening to Except us. For uh, <laughs> again, y'all sitting here using this Apple technology. Y'all can't use half the shit in your house because it has to be connected to some Apple device. I'm universal, baby. I'll, I'm the people's champ over here. The people like Samsung and all Android products. Thank yeah, you. but you got can green we, text. Can we do? No man, nobody, nobody gives a shit about these these message bubbles. Marcus does not like okay. Mad Max Fury Road, okay. and we okay. are bringing it back for that wait, episode because wait. that's the greatest movie of all time. Okay, wait, okay. wait. I, I was going to put this at some point. My hot take is that I hate Mad Max Fury Road. Hold the fucking phone. How? Hate it. Hate it. What do you? I literally what? hate it. All right, all right. So my main like not that you're them. ambivalent about it or like no like he it. actively like, hated he doesn't it. think it's overrated he, he actually hates it he hates he hated it. it i hated the point where we're going through the entire desert sequence and you're like you know what we should do we should spend this entire hour and a half that we just spent going back the way we came because that's cool he hates where, it more where, than i hate inception he where did charlie theron's arm go do we not get any oh it's cool we just have to turn we're our getting a fear out of superior prequel this is before we had, but again, we didn't know that seven years ago Doesn't when this matter. movie came out. Again, we're in the culture. We're in the culture of having to turn our brains off. I should have turned my brain off because I thought too much about that movie. Yeah, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Y'all were enjoying the random white dude sniffing whatever he was sniffing. They had a guitar player who was yeah. going crazy. How yeah, this you, this, this like random this? white guy on guitar just spewing out flames out of his guitar. Cool. Again, y'all can have it. I like good movies. God damn, dude. So we're going to have to start having guests drop a take like this (laughs) at the end of every podcast. I actually like that idea. We should end every podcast with with everyone like that movie. movie Hated it. Hated it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Man, I saw that in theaters and I was blown away. I will say I did take a date to that movie and I was sitting there like, man, I love this movie. This is great. What did it? She was was just like, ha ha ha. (laughs) <laughs> okay shit every woman i've talked to about that movie is obsessed with it as well so like women I, do like this movie. Oh, they like the charlize theron character which yeah, again it's that. a great character it's to have so much just, better than the original movies too if you go back that's and watch what makes it amazing movies, like those original movies can't stand up to it yeah anyway holy shit what a take to end on the pot wow one take pod for We're sure ending every pod with this without one these, take with one of these now yes. i don't know how we haven't thought about that for the well done by you. Well done. Thank you. Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Get ready for the MCPU. July 9th. We are here. Woo! That clip that they dropped the other day. Oh my God. Banger. Fucking this kid is going to be so fucking dope, bro. Like, this is going to be Mission Impossible with two badass women, like, as the leads. I'm I'm here for it. What, what more we're, could you want? Are you not? We're about everybody? to be able to draft Florence Pugh as our action heroine. She's about to drop 37 in the playoffs in this film. I cannot fucking wait. I love Florence Pugh. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. You know what's going to suck is that we've been like hyping this movie up for literally a year and it's just going to be If it's mid. bad, we're going to, I'm going to be, it won't be bad. It won't be bad. But we'll it'll have to be do an emergency bad. podcast episode about I will this cry on this podcast if this movie isn't amazing. I, I cannot wait for it. So what, what is your, what is your most recent, because Marvel is due for a bad movie. True. What is, in your opinion, the last Marvel movie that was not good? Not great, but just okay. Just, just bad? Just okay. Bad? Not bad. 
Oh, oh, just, oh, just okay. Uh, Ant Man two or Guardians Guardians two. Guardians Guardians two is in my top five MCU movies. Wow. Wait, do you like Guardians two more than you like Guardians one? Really? How? I do. <laughs> you like Kirk Douglas that much? Kirk Douglas, no. Kurt Kirk, Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Douglas Russell. is ninety-eight years old. Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Douglas is dead. <laughs> Sorry, I'll rest in peace to Kurt Douglas. I meant Kurt Russell. Hold on, Kirk Douglas. No, is, no, he's not. Is no. Pim. He's Pim. No, 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 Kurt Douglas is not. Oh, Kurt Douglas. Excuse me. Yeah, Kurt Douglas is Spartacus. He's been dead. Yeah. No, he, well, actually, not been dead. He died, he died last year at 103. Right, Holy shit, he was yep. hanging 103. Go yeah. home, man. What the? He fuck? wanted to go home. I, I don't feel bad anymore. He wanted to go home. He said, "All right, y'all, come on, chill." Uh, Michael Douglas. Sorry, shit, bro. Michael Douglas is Pim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I like I like Captain Marvel. It's not great, but I wouldn't call it just okay. I would say I liked it a little bit, but I, but I would probably go Ant Man two. Yeah, that's mine. Ant Man two is the one. They you haven't had a bad one in a while. Thor it's two, possible. Thor two, probably. Thor two is objectively awful. It's, it's not probably like just give it okay. Eight years, really. like, what, yeah, five, six that's years a long ago? time ago, though. Man, Thor two came out in like 2012. That's crazy. Yeah, the run it's been, been a on. minute, and it's going to continue because Florence Pugh would not let us down. She wouldn't. She, wouldn't. she don't miss. She don't, she don't miss. miss. She wouldn't do that. Hey, where can they find all the dopest Houston merch? Yeah, who you know who else doesn't miss? Apollo Media. Nope. So go to ApolloHOU.com, get the flyest Houston merch you've ever seen. They got just regular Houston if you want to rep the city, but not the teams. They got the Astros, they got the Texans, they got the Rockets. You know, like support all of our podcasts on the Apollo Network. We, we've got everything. Go to ApolloHOU.com and read all of our blog posts and shit. We're talking about the Rockets and the Astros and whatever the <laughs> fuck else. Like we, we just out here. Rockets also, begging, begging to hopefully get the number one overall pick. Please, Adam Good Silver, Lord. do not fuck this up, bro. You know what you have At to all. do. To fix it. At you all. know what you have to do. Ming. We literally open up the Chinese market. Give us the number one pick again. We deserve it, bro. Yeah, yeah. you know what you have to do. Because, I mean, everybody misses us being the villain in the NBA. It was so Nobody much more fun. wants to live in Oklahoma anyway. Chill Nobody out, wants bro. to live in Oklahoma. Don't send Cade to Oklahoma. We should have had Zion. No one wants him in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Nope, nobody's watching the Pelicans till this day, even though Zion is there. Just rock, give us the fucking pick. We got point Zion over here tearing it up in New Orleans. Nobody's Nobody going is. to the game, even if it wasn't COVID times. Like, don't believe the lies about like the Knicks needing to be good for the NBA to be good. They don't. They literally don't need, do not have to. We don't need the Lakers. We don't we don't need any of that shit. We need the Houston fucking Rockets. You see the product. One team stood up to the Warriors during their run. And really Only went out there and tried. Team. We deserve the number one pick, and it's gonna happen, guys. I know it's gonna happen, so I'm not worried about it. Yep. All right. Is that All it? Right. Yeah. That's it. All right. We're I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna get slandered by the by the end of this podcast. I'm not gonna get uh, people listening <laughs> to the end of this and being like, "T Shadow, what the?" Anyway, but you know what's great about having a losing team is that you can just slander. Whoever, who I smoke, hornets. They stink. Hornets. <laughs> Get them oh, out of here. Gotta, I'm being a horrible host and I got to go take a piss, but I'll holler at y'all. Good pod. All right. Y'all. That was a great pod. We're out. Thanks, guys. <laughs>